Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Tudor Assassin. Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson. Chapter 5 The Fraudster Ingram Fraser strode along a London back street flanked by two tall, fearsome looking men. Their height was accentuated by Fraser's own unimposing stature, which he attempted to compensate for by wearing a tall stovepipe hat. To make up for the headwear being a little smaller than he would have liked, a flamboyant orange feather had been wedged into the hat's band. Had he been born in the professor's time, Fraser might have been mistaken for a garish lampstand. He and his associates turned a corner and approached an unassuming house with a plain wooden door. Fraser took his place a few feet from the entrance, arms clasped behind his back and his nose pointed skywards. He cleared his throat and waited. Nothing happened. He looked to the heavens and quashed a tantrum, then turned to look at Cranmar, the thug to his left. Knock on the door. Ah, oh, uh, sorry, sir. Cranmar stepped forward and rapped his knuckle on the door once. That's not how you... Fraser began, then thought better of it and turned to Vickers, the other imposing bodyguard. You do it. Yes, sir. Vickers took Cranmar's place and knocked on the door, continuously. Whilst his ability to keep rhythm could be lauded, the sound only served to twist Fraser's already contorted temper ever tighter. Swounds, are you really so deficient of the mind that you can't... He was cut off as the door opened. Terrified of losing face, Fraser snapped back to his affected stance of aloofness and looked down his nose at the man who'd answered. Oh, said the man. Ingram. Fraser didn't reply. He cleared his throat. There was silence. He looked at Cranmar and cleared his throat again. Cranmar quickly reached inside his tunic and pulled out a handkerchief. No! Fraser exploded, but stopped short of a rant and turned to Vickers, tilting his head towards the man in the doorway to indicate he should speak to him. What do I say? asked Vickers. The money! Oh yeah, we've come for the money, he said to Fraser. Tell him! Fraser pointed to the man in the doorway. Sorry, we've come for the... I heard you the first time around, said the man. He'd turned to Fraser. I told you, Ingram, I don't have it. Fraser abandoned the idea of asking his goons to speak for him. I signed a bond to you for sixty pounds, good Master Woodliff. In return for two pistols you claimed to have in your store. Pistols I am yet to lay eyes upon. I have informed you by letter that I sold said items on your behalf to a collector. Aye, for thirty pounds. He drove a hard bargain. Poppycock. Which means I am owed thirty pounds, Master Woodliff, plus the accumulated interest, of course. Interest? The sum owed is sixty pounds. Of all the underhanded, have you got the money, sirrah? No, I do not. Regrettable. Cranmar, Vickers, to your business. The two burly men stepped forward and pushed their way into the house, dragging Woodliff with them. You can't, cried Woodliff. One of them grabbed his arms as the other relieved him of a velvet purse hidden inside his doublet and threw it to Fraser who fumbled and dropped it, but quickly snatched it up from the mud. You've no right, Woodliffe yelled. Get out of my... 
The door slammed shut, cutting off his protestations. Fraser turned and walked away with the most repugnant smile on his face. Crashing and tumbling sounded from behind the closed door, along with muffled yells. Fraser turned the corner again and chuckled. He was a man of many talents, but none of them put to honest use. Repeated swindling of his society friends kept his pockets full, but his popularity limited, extending only to his fellow hustlers, tricksters and fraudsters. As he pondered what to do with the remainder of his afternoon, he passed a shabby building whose door had been left open. He glanced inside, not intending to stop, but froze when a sickly rattle echoed from within. He was about to move on when it sounded again, and he took a step towards the doorway. "'If you've got the plague, you're best keeping the door closed,' he called inside. The rasping replied to him, The voice slithered across the back of his neck like an icy snake. Who's there? Fraser. Do I know you? If you're after money, I've none about me, I... Enter. He wanted to run, to flee back to Cranmer and Vickers and cower behind them, but his feet betrayed him. They followed the call of the voice and stepped across the threshold. There was precious little light inside. The windows were covered and no candle or fire had been lit. The open door provided scant illumination, just enough to make a strange shape vaguely discernible in the corner of the room. It heaved and pulsated as Fraser entered. Every impulse in his body wanted to retreat, but something inhuman was pulling him further into the room. Who are you? Closer. The shadow began to unfurl itself, towering above Fraser. What are you? Fraser cried. The end. A bony, blackened claw reached out, wrapping itself around Fraser's throat. I, we, are the end. The door slammed shut, cutting off the screams. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomio. An Unbound Theatre production. The Tudor Assassin was written by Dario Knight. It was performed by Erica Sanderson with music by Kevin MacLeod.